<clears throat> Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the TV Toy Cast. My name is Brian, and joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, it is episode 70, and uh, we're about to have ourselves a grudge match. Are you ready to talk some toys? Man, I think I'm in an inflated uh, toy aisle or toy talk because we're we're going to not only have a grudge match, you and I might have a grudge match over some pricing and what you like and I don't like, but... Uh, I, I'm pretty fair, just as long as you always agree with me. If you disagree with me, I'm going to cancel you. Thanks, Bane. I mean, okay. <laughs> my bad. No, I'm kidding. Hoker's uh, already like, all right, I'm, I'm on Team Breaker. And we're done. <laughs> I'm getting my pitchfork out. Done. Here's a pitchfork. Um, yes. Yes, I am. We've got some great topics and, you know... That's a little little spoiler because some of the some of the news coming out uh, things uh, things are getting high. Uh, yes, they are. As uh, the gosh, I forget what movie it is. Um, I, I think Drew's probably shaking his head, but uh, it's getting hard out here for a pimp, man. <laughs> <laughs> things are expensive, and we're we're going to touch on that. I know we have a little bit already with like a. Uh starting lineups and things of that nature where it's just like, good Lord in power town. I know it's kind of like a, Oh my God, everything's expensive, but uh, that's always going to be the case. I think with toys um, playmates grudge match is our main event. This was kind of a short lived run where playmates released some WWF product around 96. We're going to dive into this. This was kind of just a quick little one-off line, but I don't want to give away too much. We'll dive into that in the main event, but these were really cool, man. I remember these grudge match sets, from back in the day, I saw them at Toys R Us a few times. I always thought they were cool. Never had any, but I always wanted them. I did too. It was always like, at least for me, this was like a game time decision. Yeah. But every, like, I would be going in going, all right, if they don't have anything that I need, I'm going to get that grudge match. Or I'm finally going to, you know, say we talked about this beforehand. Like, I confuse this with the thumb wrestlers because they both were like mini wrestlers it's like mm -hmm. all right the last three times i've been in here there's been nothing yeah i'm finally gonna get that austin owen thumb wrestler pack that i just picked up put down picked up put down and then you go to get it and one it's not there because someone bought it before you or something else came in and you're like well i'll just get it next time and then right. next time turns into never so um that's where these fell for me uh, and I, I, you know, I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but this was always, man. If there's, I'll, I'll, I'll get it next time. Mm -hmm. Next time, oh, I'm going to get it this time. Oh crap! Look, there's the new Rulers of the Ring, or there's right. uh, ECW, you know, or you know, Toy Biz, WCW. There, there was always, it was never high priority, but it was always interesting to see. Well, what's funny about this era? in 96 is WWF had license from Jack's from playmates and just toys. And I, you know, if, if 
memory serves, like late ninety four, mid mid to late ninety four, that you know they lost the Hasbro license, and they there really weren't any wrestling toys at that era. Like I think WCW ended up getting some in ninety five, and then Just Toys kind of came around around ninety five, but not a lot of WWF merchandise. So I think WWF was at that time like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna license everybody, like we're gonna we're gonna make sure there's plenty of stuff on the shelves because Playmates also did these like ringmasters that were kind of like little statue guys. And they also did the, they brought back the stretch wrestlers. So they were, I think they were just trying different stuff. They also had this tug of war set. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like five on five or 10 on 10. Yeah. Like the good guys were on one side and you couldn't really see what was in the box. You could only see the box art. Yeah. Wow. That's really like telling the future. Oh yeah. But I remember the box art being awesome. And like you, what? Like I said, I can't remember if it was five on five or ten on ten. But I, I've never actually seen the toy, but I've only seen the box art and been like, "That's cool." It's one of those things. I probably it probably wasn't as good as as it appeared, and that was kind of why I never bought it because I was like, "What is this?" You know, like what does it do? And so I always stayed away. But it, it was kind of that time where I think, like I said, WWF just had license with everybody just to make sure that they had products on the shelves. But oh, I mean, th- this was. I'm oh, sorry. It was. This was their time to and license to print money. You threw a Stone Cold Skull, a DX logo, an Undertaker T logo, like Sable Bomb. It didn't matter what you threw out there. Like I need that. I need that. I need that. Like this was. Well, this is like that transition from like the goofy gimmicks. To where, like, it's not Attitude Era, but we're getting there. And right. it's kind of crazy to think that, like, Stone Cold was already on television the night Fake Razor debuted. That's like, really? Like, that's like the same era? Like, clearly this is working. You don't need that. But right. it's like they couldn't they couldn't figure out what they wanted. Yeah, they were still trying to figure it out, I think. And and Austin just kind of came in at a time when it was like, wow, this this works. Like, this is... Yeah. This is good, but as good as Austin was, Vader flopped. And how how does that happen? You know, it's it's just one of those weird weird times in wrestling. It is, it, it is, but that I I will say is I love the Attitude Era, but nine times out of ten, I will watch that. I'll say new generation slash next generation, like you were saying that like ninety six, ninety seven. So much more yeah. because of, like, that's when the click was there. And I know nobody likes a click, but, man, that was, like, Prime Razor, Diesel, Sean. Oh, yeah. Brett with the Heart Foundation, Vader, Shamrock. Like, it was just uh, Del Wilkes. Like, there's the only time Del Wilkes was, like, important. In America, at least, like it, it sure. was a, and that didn't even it last very a, long, just a few months. Yeah, it was a good time. Like the Legion of Doom, I know that they weren't the Road Warriors, but they were still around. Like they had a really packed roster at that time, and they were doing good stuff. Like, and, and when they debuted someone, like Kane came in and was like instantly a player. Like that was super cool. Like, so like yeah, yeah, that man, era. Mankind. He yeah. was in his, like the original Mankind. He was in his brown, like costume and came in with the creepy music and out with the piano. Like that, that was a good time. A good. It was. 
era. And I think I that's guess. also why, you know, the Hasbro era, even now the Bendems were like in those, like it's, I think there's a reason why that's so popular to us. Cause like that was such a fun time. So right. we'll, we'll dive into that in the main event. Um, we're going to talk about what has us excited, what we're finding on the pegs, all that good stuff. Um, it's episode 70. So we're doing, we're, I think a new trend we're going to try to do is a wrestling themed episode every five episodes. So hopefully we'll do another wrestling one at episode 75 and kind of continue that trend. We may change it up down the road. Who knows? But uh, the format we're doing right now with the online polls has been a lot of fun. So we'll probably keep that going for a little bit. Um, but, you know, to kind of start off with uh, with what has us excited, there's a couple of little things we and you are probably going to debate here, which I think will be interesting. So I guess we'll just dive right into that. Um, Get your white gloves out. We're about to slap each other with white, glo- white gloves and have a gentleman's duel. It's not going to be gentlemanly. I'm going to rip you apart. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, Dang it. A <laughs> couple of things. Um, I, I want to start with Serpentor. Um, this was, of course, a Hasbro Pulse, like Pulse Con, I think it was, exclusive. And, of course, it's a G.I. Joe classified figure, if you're not familiar. And he came with his uh, his glider. Like, what do you call this thing? Yeah, glider, thro- like flying throne. It, I, I, I called it a glider. Hover, hovercraft, hovercraft maybe. glider, something. The big gold thing that, if you watch the movie... Like, it's got the two propellers on the bottom that, you know, he threw his cape in to crash. It, it was his... Yeah. I, I mean, like, if you really want to... It, it was basically like Professor X's hovercraft with him standing in it, like a podium, essentially. Yeah. So, all that being said, this comes out $80. Dude, that that really just hit me wrong. Now, you didn't seem to mind it as much. Um, I'd like to get your thoughts, and I'll kind of share my my thoughts as well. Well, eighty dollars didn't much bug me until you reminded me that Baroness and Breaker were like forty to forty two dollars. Well, and also too, then the, you you mentioned Professor X. They made a Marvel Legends of him that was the same price, right? So I'm not going to backtrack. Um, it is double and. Um, I, I'm going to sound like a Hasbro apologist, but one, Serpentor has a lot of sculpting details that are not in a normal Duke, Snake Eyes, Cobra Commander. Um, so I understand the price hike for that because he's got, does he have a couple heads? Like, am I, am I remembering that? I, I don't remember if he had multiple heads or not. I don't. I would bet he didn't. A lot of the G.I. Joes don't have multiple heads. For some reason, I feel like if not a head, something. Maybe I, I, I don't remember. Um, but he And he's got a cloth cape, which is, you know, they've done that with Cobra Commander. So and that's, that's nice, but I don't know if that's double it, the price nice. But then that glider is huge, man. And it that's is. where... That's where part of me is like, that's good. That's where the additional cost, the the sculpt, the details of the sculpt and the glider, because that's got that's essentially a that's a vehicle, mm-hmm. like give like a small vehicle at that, a little bit bigger than Breaker's, uh, you know, his bike as well as 
uh, Baroness's ninja bike. Um, mm-hmm. Not much bigger, but um, really I was thinking 75 just because, one, it's an exclusive, and like you, and you're always going to pay the premium on top of it being six inches with the glider. Like in my head, I had priced it out at seventy-five. So when I saw eighty, I was like, "Man, that's pretty spot on. That's not too bad." And then you, when you and I talked about it, it's like, "Well, crap. You're right. Baroness was forty bucks, forty-two mm-hmm. bucks. Breaker was forty, forty-two bucks. Right. And I think I think uh, Cockmaster with Fiona was forty-two, and that's yeah. That even seemed a little extensive to me, but. I thought that would that one should have been closer to maybe thirty, but I think they're counting that as like a second figure, or because it's not a vehicle. But I think Snake Eyes and Timber was the same price. It, it's one and of I've those got, things. I got a soft spot for Serpentor. Yeah, like and I and, know and that I understand that. I'm not knocking that in any way. I never had Serpentor as a kid. I always wanted Serpentor, so like that's where the soft spot for me is at. And we're gonna have another soft spot. Uh, that we I've talked about in multiple episodes, but like, like man, that'd be kind of cool just sitting sitting up there on the shelf and having Serpentor. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? That's not also for me. I'm not buying the entire line, so like I'm not getting any of the new ones. So for me, a one time right, and that's different. Albeit an eighty dollar charge for a figure. 90 after shipping, probably closer to 95 after tax sucks, but that's a one time figure for me. Like I'm not getting anybody else in the line. So I guess that's also an easier pill for me to swallow. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, like I said, breaker or any of these other, you know, kind of double pack figures were 40, 40 to 42. And this is 80. I'm thinking, I thought 60. I thought 20 for the figure, 40 for the hovercraft. And I'm looking at it like that's double what you charge for other small vehicles. I felt like that was a fair price. So when they threw 80 at me, I was just like, nope. Like, immediately, like, (laughs) not even close. And I understand everything's expensive now. But I feel like when you start doing more of this, what you're going to do is just push people out of the line where they're like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I can't, if you want to be a completist, you can't get all this stuff. And with it being an exclusive and insanely priced, it's like now. And, and, and on the other hand of that, I feel like a Serpentor will show back up again. Kind of like all the other exclusives have. Oh yeah. So I'm not, I'm like, a okay, Cobra command. Every, every comic con exclusive has shown up in a, a repaint from snake eyes right. to Cobra commander to Zartan. So we may get like a, maybe a cartoon colored. Yeah. Uh, Serpentor without a hovercraft or something. Who knows? Which, if they do that, then I'm perfectly fine with doing an overpriced exclusive. You know what I mean? Like for, for the, for the specific collector that's like, yeah, I want, I want that. Cause that's another thing too. And this is something that I will give you credit for. If you buy this and realize, I don't really want this. I know you can get probably double your money 
maybe a little yeah. bit around that neighborhood out of it. So it's not to me, it's not a bad investment. Much like you know, like I bought the Power Town figures. So we all are going to buy what we want. But if I decide, hey, I don't really want this, I know I can sell it. So right. You're never stuck with anything. But yeah, I don't know. I was just I felt like that. Honestly, more than anything, was just too much for what you were getting. And it felt like a cash grab to me, which I feel like Hasbro has done a lot lately. I feel like Mattel is starting to do that with the Masters of the Universe. It's just... Uh-huh. It's just That's one a of big those... comparison that's been going on this week, whereas HasLab has been, like, increasing their price, increasing their price, and Mattel has backed off a little bit, but then it's like, yeah, boom, Mattel drops a bomb on us this week as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and not only that, Hasbro's the main one doing the all-cardboard packaging, so that also I'm not a fan of. And right. I don't know if other companies plan to do that. I haven't really seen it from Mattel. I haven't really seen it from McFarlane. I haven't really seen it from... Uh, from Jazzwares necessarily. I mean, it may be coming. I don't know. But my thought is like, no, I'm not paying extra because you want to be, you know, doing this type of packaging. And I understand that's not anyone's control, but I just, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like that. So I'm not going to spend my money on it. So maybe a rare occasion. I might buy stuff and who knows? Will I continue to buy the GI Joes? I don't know. I would like to, but we'll see what happens. But anyway, my my point being is I feel like there's a lot of cash grab elements to this and it it's one thing if it was like 60 that's double the price or like you said 75 but 80 I was like you're basically charging $100 after tax and shipping for this thing like right good and lord like it's it's going to be 2024 before we get it honestly cuz we still haven't got any new joes since Crockmaster, and then before that was the Snake Eyes right movie. Right. Like, oh, so, it's been a while, and and that's and that's another thing too. Is like it just it becomes irritating, and I'll and I'll tell you one thing. Like here lately, I've been really looking at the uh, DC McFarland multiverse figures, and I've gotten into those a little bit, and then ended up kind of getting out. But I love the fact that those prices didn't go up, and those figures look great. So it kind of makes me think, like, hmm. Maybe that'll be my next go-to. You know what I mean? Just because simply they're not raising prices like everybody else. And they're easy to get, whether you're at Walmart, Target, mm-hmm. uh, your uh, specialty store. Like yep, a, they all uh, have them, yeah. Yeah, they're everywhere. So, And they're they're everywhere, everywhere. So, yeah, I, I agree. It, it's just one of those things, after, after a while, it just kind of gets irritating. So... Um, I'm happy you got Serpentor. I'm happy that you dig it. I I think it just comes down to we're not always into the same stuff. And certain times, like money, just hits you, and you're just like, I can't, I can't spend the, that much right. money on that. That's at least how I felt. Uh, then we go to our second topic of debate: Eternia from Mattel. Um, I want you to kind of tackle this one because I know this is a big deal for you. So uh, yesterday, as of recording. Uh, first, the information leaked on the Mattel Creations app before it leaked on, or I say leaked, before it was announced on the website. So I woke up yesterday morning 
And in all the master's groups, there are pictures of the new Eternia. And it's got a, uh, it's coming up on, well, it is on Mattel Creations when you guys hear this. Uh, it's 550 That's not uh, $5. That's $550. No, $550. And there's a $50 uh, shipping charge. So $600 before any taxes. And um, the early bird, and this was, well, first I'll say the early bird is a Mattel or a Masters Origins King Booker, I mean King Grayskull. Um, and funny um, little nugget, I don't know how true this is, but there were a couple people that talked about it. But do you know why they switched? Because uh, King Grayskull in the Masters Classics was basically He-Man's grandpa. Like he was, he looked like He-Man, but he had long blonde hair and, and was Caucasian. But now in the origins, they put him uh, as African-American. And mm-hmm. that was their way of making that Sun Man. Okay. So that's how that supposedly they're going to tie all that in. But anyway, if you if you're in the early bird for the first week, two weeks, uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be over. You get a King Gray skull. Um, man, I gosh, I am so torn on this breaker. You have no idea. Like, part of me is like just Klarna it because even at six hundred dollars. That is still four to six hundred dollars cheaper than buying the vintage, mm-hmm. and you're getting the new Eternia, uh, the main tower where the lion. Is, it's the lion tower, the middle tower, is three to three and a half feet tall. Wow, it's huge. So, like, and then you get the track and the other two towers: the Snake Mountain Tower, the Grayskull Tower. Um, this was the one that got away, like for for me. You know, we've talked about it even in the yeah, you know, at the fiftieth episode or fifty second when we did the questions. Like I've always talked about that Eternia was the one that got away. Um, I was really hoping for three hundred dollars, uh, but which is still a pricing, lot. Like let's not yeah gloss over that. Now I'm you. So you said it comes it comes with a King Gray Skull. Are there but other that's unlockables? Only if you're an earlier. Well, that was what I was going to say. As of now, there are no other stretch goals. Is it is it a is it a crowd funded deal? Yes, five thousand people have to back it. Where's it at now? Ooh, I haven't looked. Um, it's been a, a busy day. Well, that's fine. Uh, I mean, because I know it'll be this will won't air for a few weeks. But um, do you think that'll meet its goal? Th- this has split the community. Because of the price? Um, yeah. Because... Well, someone, I mean, you're uh, looking at... I mean... Someone put up a, a, a meme today, like, all right, Christmas is coming up. What are you going to buy, little Jimmy? A PlayStation 5 or Eternia? Yeah. Well, e- exactly. And I mean... <laughs> and I feel like the greed of these toy companies... And, and I don't mind calling it out. I'm just being honest. People can be mad if they yeah. want. But this seems like greed. You can't tell me it's going to cost 
$550 to make this, right? I mean, good right. Lord. Like, you couldn't – I get it's big. I understand that. But it's like I I feel like with every step of the way, they're just trying to see if people will pay that. Like, okay, what was uh, Castle Grace going so I just I just did the quick math. Yeah. $550 divided by 5000 is $2,750,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So it's a lot of money. But like when they made the Castle Grey Skull, that was like what, 75 bucks? 75, yeah. So again, if this were 300, that would be like, okay, I get that. It's big. 550 unless there's some type of like and I know they don't always announce all the stretch goals, which I'm sure they'll have, but the, I don't know. I, I'm I'm with the community being split on this because that is just a lot. It really is. It, it is, and that's. I mean, that's a lot for anybody. I don't. I don't have that type of money to blow. Like, uh, uh, and, that, I, and that's. I, exa- I mean, it's. And I, do you think also too because didn't Super Seven do something similar and it was around that price and they just thought, hmm. Well, they got it. We, we can get it too. The yeah, I or no, it was. It's like a Snake the, Mountain, right? Yeah the the classic Snake Mountain because they made. I got the. Well, here you go. I spent less on the classics Castle Grayskull than I did than I would if I would have if I would get Eternia. And I, which I never thought of because I, I think the classic Grace Skull was only like four hundred bucks, yeah, maybe. Like, and Snake Mountain was, it was a lot. I don't remember. I, I didn't get that because it was huge. And I, I think say it was, was like seven hundred, but I could be wrong. I was thinking seven hundred or eight hundred. Yeah, but yeah, this is just. There is no. I'm gonna get like, this is. I, when I saw that, I did not once think I'm going to get that for Gavin and Gracie because right. that's at five hundred and fifty dollars. That's somebody's entire Christmas budget for two kids, sure, or Christmas birthday. I, like I said, I'm not I'm not speaking out or spending out of my own pocket or anybody else's, but you know, five hundred dollars for a kid at Christmas is still a good chunk of change and to get one present or like one gift i it, it just it's a lot they're going uh, it's mattel what are they doing i feel like they're doing now exactly what they're doing with the wrestling we're gonna corner we don't just want a percentage we want to corner the market mm-hmm. and, they're trying to make everyone stretch their dollars and that's, I think, part of my frustrations, which I'll be honest, I, they, they've been there for years because, and and I, here's the thing, like I used to get angry when they did the Mattel Defining Moments Shinsuke Nakamura because it was a defining moment. And like, oh, it's a defining moment. I'm like, so his extra accessory is another ring jacket. He didn't wear two ring jackets to the ring that night. He wore one. Like He was a 100% cash grab. Yes, and, and my point was, and this is what I told Jeff. I was like, okay, so when they did the Milk Omania as a def- epic moments set, I'm like, I get it because, like, the milk truck and what Austin was wearing and what Stephanie was wearing. She even had a head, I think, that was like, 
her makeup was running because she got covered in milk. Yeah. And and all that the milk cartons and the box looked like the milk truck. That I'm fine with that because it's a special edition thing. Um, but when they did the epic moments of the Hardy Boys, it was like two Hardy Boy figures, two ladders, two tag titles. I'm like, really? Like, and you're right. gonna charge all that extra money for that? Like, when they did the one with Kevin Owens and Jericho, I was okay with that because it was like special clothing. You know, it was different. And yeah, it was the the festival the friendship. friendship. Yeah. You had your the Geratron, the statue, the painting. Oh yeah, you had like, all the stuff. That was know. a really cool set. I forgot how cool that set was. Right, it, it was really cool because they spent time to make it a thing. And so, what irritated me about the Nakamura was like you you're just doing that because you know people will pay five dollars more and will willingly yep. do it. And and I feel like you know with uh, Power Rangers and Masters of the Universe and all these other lines, we're seeing it where it's like. Hey, Faker's going to be a deluxe edition or whatever they call those, and it's like thirty bucks instead of twenty. And I'm and I remember finding it and immediately messaged you like I found Faker and I bought two of them, and you're like, oh, cool, and like I get it out, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome, and I'm I'm looking at him like he's got an extra chest piece and two extra heads, like that was were his accessories, and I'm like, yeah, really, like. That and that's an extra ten dollars. The difference was the box was bigger, and right. It just it was one of those things that really bothered me because I'm like, but you know what's funny is I see a lot of those figures set on the pegs. I've seen so many of that Savage He Man and Orko, and I'm not saying I don't buy them. I do, but I just know that they don't need to be an extra ten dollars. Like you know what we don't see on the show? Triclops. That's the true. One that one did move. <laughs> but even that the one, one that in, I said, I'm going to put a long game on. But at least that one in, in Trap Jaw had like the robes. So it felt like right. there was a reason why it was more money. And oh, to me, yeah. it's like, I understand they're not, is, there's not always a reason, but I feel like there needs to be something there with this being, you know, around the $600 mark. Yeah. I, I think I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the agreement of like, I think that's just too much. And I, think, I don't have anywhere to put it, and right. So are you are you, are you out on it too? Is that your thought? I I, I am ninety nine percent out unless I win the lottery, and I don't even buy scratch off tickets to win the lottery. Yeah. So, um, and I really wanted this. I mean, you guys know that. You know that. We've mm-hmm. talked about it. Like Eternia was the the one, and when I saw it at San Diego. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm 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 gonna get the chance, and I just I can't responsibly yeah. as a father and responsibly as like budgeting, and that's when adulting kicks in, and then when you go, hey, it doesn't matter how bad you want it. That's a as nice as it is. That's a dumb decision. Yeah. <laughs> And that's adulting 101 on the TV toy cast. Well, it is. It's it's one of those things where it's just so much money. You have to you have to think like, well, do I pay my house payment that month or do I buy Eternia? You know. And oh yeah, unless they did some type of like financing or something like, and that's another thing. Like, well, even on even on Klarna at like the the four payments, like you're still at. 175 every two weeks. Well, this needs like, to be like if they did 
12 monthly payments, I, I might consider things like this. Yeah. And here's, here's, I, I, here's why, because it's going to take them at least that long to get it to you. Why not do that? I could, I could do $50 a month. Like if right. I could do, it wouldn't break you. Right. So if they did and something I like that, that's I think what people would dive in. For. Like, no, I don't want to put up debt on a credit card over Eternia. And then like, but if there was a layaway or a payment plan, that would be like a 12 month mm-hmm. payment plan. That would be awesome. For sure. Um, I want to touch on this as well. The zombie sailor is releasing a new special edition, uh, New York comic con Sabu. He'll have the pink pants this time, a fabric sash, not a molded sash, a uh, new cover art on the, on the, on the packaging, I guess on the, uh, on the card back. Um, I already got my Sabu. I don't really need this. I think it's cool to do an exclusive or a variant, but I'll be honest. Like it kind of hits me around. I'm like, I think I'm gonna wait on series two. Why don't we have Jeff Jarrett? Why don't we have Dan Housen? Like, Jeff Jarrett's coming. To be fair, Dan Housen's I, far behind, not too far behind. But I, I know, I know, I'm being grumpy old figure collector. But um, I think it's cool. Um, this one, this one's a, a hard pass for me. Yeah, uh, I would. I, you know. I'm, I'm going back on what I said where I, I wanted to get one of everything, but, uh, yeah, but variant, that with, isn't, I don't ever include variants with that. Me personally, because like, so I'm collecting the vintage Marvel figures. Do I need every version of Wolverine? No. Like that being said, I'm buying some of the goofy Ninja Turtles. So I guess I'm contradicting myself, but uh, that's different. I think like, so too. Right. I mean, Raphael as a I magician, mean, you kind of got to get that right. Yeah, I mean, with Wolverine, that's like saying that you're going to buy every version of Spider-Man, yeah, where every impossible. base figure is a red and blue Spider-Man. He just has a different accessory to play with, or like, not play with, but that he comes with. So, I get it. Yeah, so, uh, I again, it's it's cool, especially if you missed it, but... Right. Um, and if you're a completist, you know, that that will probably, I mean, honestly, if you do buy it, you probably could sell it for money if that's your idea. So that there's never a bad idea of doing that. But I not. know we're running. Oh, sorry. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. I know we're running a little long. I mean, well, we, we really just make our own rules up. But what are your thoughts now on zombie um, with the secondary market all but falling out? the bottom dropping out on it. They're not really as hard as he made it out to be. You can get them on pro wrestling tees. And those didn't sell like what, right away either. Right. Like what are, I think that people are already frustrated with series one and have moved on kind of what we've talked about. Like, look, dude, we hear you every three to five days. We're doing this. I've signed this. Zombies done this. Zombies done that. Like, yeah, it's put up or shut up time. And I think collectors have moved on in the, I called it the Amazon world where you order something and you get it within 48 hours. Like, I think people have moved on and like for all of the independent people out here that used to like, get on figures toy company of well look at all the guys that they've signed they haven't released anybody yeah and all that like they are pot kettle black mm-hmm. right now oh yeah 
I don't make any bones about it. I understand there's it's a business and like it is what it is. I'm not trying to say one's right or one's wrong. But I also get if you move on. And I also think the retro market is starting to become so oversaturated that I feel like Rush – I know they're doing retros too, but them diving into the ECW style is genius because – It's different. Yeah, and also too, I was just digging out my old ECW figures. You know, they only made like 23 or 24 different characters. Now, they had several versions of each guy but with repaints and stuff, but very few like – but only a few different characters. So I think him signing like the Whipwrecks and the Simon Diamonds and all those guys is great. And also other people to go in the line is really fun. And I think that's like a, a really fun expansion line because I still think there's an element of, of this where people bought Earl Hebner and Dino Bravo cause they go with the original Hasbro's. So mm-hmm. by that regard, if you're looking at series two, you're like, okay, Andre, but I already have one, but this is better. Uh, I'll definitely get King Kong Bundy cause he goes there. Brody's the era, but he's not really a WWF guy, but that would be kind of cool. Um, but then, like, I could see people being like, eh, Raven, Nick Gage, Sullivan, if they're not into that. Like, I like the figures. I still plan to buy them. Like, I think they're yeah. cool. But with all the announcements he's made, he's probably already announced up to, like, what, Series 6 or so? And Yeah. Well, like, I know he put out Johnny Gargano the other day and said that he was going to be up for sale before the end of the year. And it's like... Dude, it's October. Like, when? Like, get this stuff out. Like, I he he also announced Series Two would be on sale in September, and they were not. So, it, is the bottom falling out? Maybe, but also too, like he had several people ask about buying Series One after they were being shipped, and people saw them, and he's like, "Oh, there's there's no more. You have to go third party, go to the secondary market." But then all these just show up miraculously at pro wrestling tees. It's like. To me, you kind of lose trust with your uh, with your customers. Uh-huh. I mean, yep. I still like the, I still like the, the figures. I, I plan to buy and and try to buy as early as I can. I have no issues oh, yeah, on, any, not, on anything. But yeah, I'm not saying taking anything away from the figures because the figures are still great. Yeah, but <sighs> but the, dude, the, this is why I like vintage stuff. I've gotten into vintage stuff over the last year simply because I can go to the vintage toy mall and there's it, this is what they got. Like there's no, you know what I mean? Like there's no like, well, you got to be there early. You got to, you know, jump in line and do all this, jump all through these hoops to make your collection. You go there when I have a little extra cash and I buy some stuff I want. And, and if they don't have something I want, I look on eBay or Mercari. It's the crazy price hikes and online exclusives and all that crap is kind of where it starts to weigh on me after a while, I guess. And maybe this is just me being an old man and complaining, but like starting lineups being 50 bucks. I'm like, most people just wanted the old style. Like, I mean, I was anyone being like, Oh man, I hope they're super articulated. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. But they weren't expecting a $50 price tag. If they had done the old style and made them 15 bucks, people would have bought, you would have probably bought them that day. Yeah. Right. At least two. Yeah. Like, I would have got LeBron and Curry. And I'm really not even a Curry fan, but... But it'd be cool to have a new his... starting lineups. Exactly. Exactly. That, that old. I mean, that's the thing, is I think there was something like... What's funny is when I started collecting Marvel Legends, I remember seeing some Toy Biz figures. 
and thinking like, oh man, those look so outdated. Now they look fun to me because it's like, wow. And I don't know why that is. I guess it's just because what I was collecting at the time, but now I see the Hasbro constantly going up in price and I'm just like, I can't do that anymore. And so I see these and they're affordable. I'm like, that's what I'm going with because they're more fun and they remind me of childhood. Um, I agree, man. One more thing I want to get your, get your thoughts on here and then we can uh, dive into what has us excited. I don't think there's any other news really, but uh, rush collectibles has kind of teased a couple of times. Some of the horror movie retro style figures that they were trying to do and try to get licensing for. And he actually showed on the story very briefly. If you missed it, you missed it. Some of the, uh, you know, concept arts for the figures that they did. They had Pennywise, they had Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface, etc. I'll be honest, man. I hope these happen somehow because they are absolutely fantastic. This is the other yes. side of that. I mean, I know like everyone's doing retros, but this is this is super cool to me. Well, it's because it's something we've never got. Yeah, and it's it's like we talked about. We've never got like. Real, like, yes, we've got like NECA will have some high end figures or some like the Toonie Terrors or even like which those are fun, I think. Yeah, but these are Hasbro, they're three to four inch. They're, I mean, they look cool, they're, they're just great. And like you, I am hoping that you know these find a way to come out because that Jason was really cool looking. Obviously we're going to get a Frankenstein. He was in the middle. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to, I, like, I, I, I won't share this because yeah, I don't think they want it shared, but yeah, we have a couple versions of Jason. There was a classic Pennywise and a modern Pennywise uh, mummy, which I think yep. he did kind of allude that that could happen. Um, yeah. The tape monster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> From uh, Trick or Treat, I can't remember the name. Sam, I think. The uh, little is it Sam Hain, the little pumpkin looking guy? Yeah, uh, Ghostface from Scream, Freddy Krueger, uh, the Doctor from Halloween. I can't remember his name. Right, I know who you're talking bald about. Bald guy, yeah, or, yeah bald um, old guy in the lab coat. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just sitting there looking at all these. I'm like, these need to be on my shelf. Like, these are fantastic and. You know, the the interview we did with Sal, he mentioned like a monster ring, and I'm just like, dude, you are hitting me in the feels with this. Like, this is super cool. So, will this happen? I don't know, but I really hope they do that. I think the more I, – I know, like, licensing is, is a, par, a factor in that, but I would love to see, even if they could do, like, you know, similar versions maybe, I think that would be cool too. Yeah, if they could – I mean, I, I, I'm no law major. I've, I've dealt with lawyers and worked with lawyers. And, like, I don't know where parody law ends and where ripoff begins. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, it, it's the same thing in music, if Bane's listening. Like, you can sample something if it's within X amount of beats mm-hmm. because you're changing it, but you can't use the exact same thing. So I don't know... You know, uh, you know, BWO is a parody, right? And they were able to get away with it because it was parody. Like it, I, like I said, I'm not sure where parody. I'm a broken record, so I apologize to listeners. So yeah. this will be the last time I say it. I don't know where 
Uh, copyright ends and parody begins. I think that's kind of a fine line. And do you want to go to court to figure it out? You know, like no one wants to get a lawsuit. I, I'd actually heard years ago there was actually a coffee shop around Seattle called Not Starbucks. And and apparently that was perfectly legal because it was a parody. Like, but right now, I would imagine the actual Starbucks has a few more lawyers than not Starbucks. So if they wanted to put a stop to it, I'm sure they could. But again, I don't know like rights and all that stuff. I don't know how that works. I mean, because realistically speaking, if they could do that, then they could do that with a wrestler and just make it similar, right? But yeah, I think with a wrestler, you're more likely to get more attention than a horror company might slide under the radar a little bit more. Like, I mean, he even mentioned right. it on our on our podcast. Like, you know, Lance Storm had the Nike shoes on, and like he had the Ace armband, and like that made production because I don't right. think those companies are probably paying attention to this ECW brand. You know, like that no. wasn't a big deal. So, well, also. We were in the budding ages of the internet where True. How many how many Nike execs were getting RF videos of Heatwave ninety six, ninety seven, and ninety eight or right. barely legal or Cyber Slam With the music and stuff. Exactly. Like yeah. so it in in a world of TikTok, Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter with something going viral, like it'd probably be easier to catch uh, in a more instant world. But I 100% agree. Like, I I would love to see these, and I would love to, even if it's, I, I'm comfortable enough in my painting skills, give me a Jason in, like, pink and purple. Yeah. And just call him, like, the hockey, the heinous hockey, Howard the heinous hockey player. I don't know. And call, like paint him pink and purple, make him look completely goofy, and I would be could paint him the way that I want it. Like just or uh, maybe release the sculpts as three D images, and you know do what you want with them because right. you know we we released them. I you know hey, and for every uh, you know for every figure that you buy we're going to give you a 3d sculpt so they're not really selling anything i i don't know i i'm really trying to come up with a logical way to get these figures because like you it excited me to see them and i really really want them well i think you much like you man i'm just trying to figure out how that these can happen because i want them to happen um i think having you know these characters as Hasbro style figures is one of the coolest things ever. I know we're obviously getting Frankenstein and Dracula and uh, Nosferatu and probably some others. It just, I think it's cool and I hope the line continually does well. And I'm sure now that Halloween season is approaching and upon us, we'll start to see some more stuff, which is great. I, I'm all for it. And like, as much as I love wrestling figures, like I love other types of figures that I like, and it's all about finding your joy. So let's, let's, our pal Sal will not let us down. I'm and I'm a poet it. and didn't know it. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add before we talk about what we're finding on the pigs? Um, no, 
I think that's about it news-wise. Um, nothing else really for me that uh, – oh, um, real. this is just um, – yeah, real brief. Um, I saw in a one of my figure groups uh, somebody already got the NECA Last Ronin figure from Big Bad Toy Store. Ooh, very so nice. I guess those might be shipping. I um, actually pre-ordered the uh, Playmates one. So, which that's really exciting because yeah, I, I really like those and I, I want to see that figure. So I, I'd like to. Um, see a last Ronin figure because the the story was good and you know they're doing a second last Ronin and oh are they i didn't know that yeah they, and we've never seen a Ronin figure so yeah it's, it's definitely I, it's to me anything you can add to the ninja, ninja turtles like lore is great um i like that they did playmate style as well because i'm like much like if anything i think you need to do as many different versions of this as possible and adding to the playmates is great because it's like, I've talked about that for a while. Like give us new, new characters. Like you're re-releasing classic stuff. That's fine. But give us, give us new stuff too. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to get the playmates one as well, because that seeing a new playmates figure is like, it's essentially like, it's insane. It's awesome. Yeah. It's essentially seeing, a a new retro yes. where you're like, oh man, I love those figures, and this is a new figure to go in that line. Gotta get it. So, absolutely, it looks it looks uh, looks great. So I'm I'm excited for that too. Um, I actually did pre order the Playmates one from Big Bad, so hopefully that will be shipping soon as well. Um, but that that's it. That's all I got. I know it was a a quick one, but it was you know still news and things I'm excited for. So hopefully we'll see. Some more last Ronins coming oh, def- soon. Definitely. Um, to kind of go into what we're finding on the pegs, um, not a lot on my end. I've seen a few different things um, kind of here and there. Um, I did see the retro-carded Lady J at Walmart the other day. That's the newest thing I've seen. That's true. I have yet to see any of those retro cards. That's, so that's the first really one cool. I saw. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I saw some new elites. Um, I'm seeing more of these superstar figures show up. I saw Undertaker and Ultimate Warrior. Still yep. have not dove into collecting those, and I don't think that I will. Like, as cool as they are, I just don't feel like I can dive into that at this point. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a couple of cool things. I did get a new box in from uh, our, main, our main man, Jason Wolf. So I got, like, a whole box full of customs in, uh, including two that uh, – we're just revealed today as we uh, as we touch on this, we can actually publicly talk about it. Um, I got Jeff and Scott Hasbro figures. Um, so you were a part of this pro- a part of this project, as were several others, and uh, it was it went back all the way to February. Come to find out, I had an idea to make Hasbro's of them. So I asked Jason about heads. He goes, "Well, if you can get the head sculpted, I'm happy to do it." So we reached out to our buddy Mark Cochran, who works with a sculptor. Uh, we kind of crowdfunded it, got everyone together who was into doing it, and they uh, they all chipped in, and we were able to get a Jeff head and a Scott head sculpted, at which point Jason was able to print them and make them as Hasbro's. And so um, they both got their sets uh, today, which is really cool. So it's been a long process, but I'm happy to see that they finally have them in hand. Yes. Uh, it was cool to uh, literally minutes before recording uh, from the – 
uh, TV Toycast Control Center, we got a live announcement from Skiing Gene on the 900 line. Um, and on this month's issue of TV Toycast Magazine, there will be a fold-out cover or a fold-out poster. Um, it, I hope somebody got that and is either laughing or rolling their eyes at me right now. I think everyone's rolling uh, their eyes at you. Um, yeah, I just am upset yeah, we don't absolutely. have a magazine. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I, we really like. If, if it you was think feasible, it, I would do it honestly, but it's just I, not. Could you imagine a TV toy cast like magazine? We could have Jason Wolf as like Vic Venom giving all the hot takes. In. I would actually be okay with like a little fanzine. I just like I don't have the artistic ability or anything to pull something like that off. I think it would be fun though. Oh, it, it would be great. Um, hanging with Hoker, maybe he can answer some questions like yeah, tips questions. and tricks from uh, from Nate at Ring Skirts. He talks about there you go. You know his yeah, ring building. Like, Jason could t- cover customs and artwork, and um, let's see. Um, soda could, you know, do like soda's corner and talk about, you know, the sodas that he likes and stuff. And I, I mean, we've, we've got, well, I mean, and that's our cleaner and you could do idea. something with cards cause you're both in the cards. Oh, absolutely. Hanging with the cleaner or cleaning, cleaning. I, I don't know. I, I got <laughs> nothing to rhyme with clean. I, I'm trying here, but yeah, we could card corner with the cleaner. I don't know. Yeah. Something, something like that. that. Um, I mean, that's our I, magazines have been defunct now for 12 years. I don't know how we're going to make a million dollars on it, but this is a million dollar idea. It definitely is. We can, I guarantee you we would sell seven magazines right now if we did this from all the people involved. Maybe, <laughs> right. And maybe like to a couple of our parents, we might hit double digits. There you go. Absolutely. No, I, 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 I think stuff like that's fun, but, um, yeah, but like what you were saying, like you saw the uh, Jeff posted the the figure, so I, they got there safely, which is always a a good thing. And yeah, I was just I was super I was super happy to finally be able to like like let them know like hey, this is something we've all been work, working on. I think it's really cool. Yes, uh, it, it was great. I'm glad that they got them. Glad that they like them. Um, I I think the funniest part and. Uh, you've already posted the the digital scales without paint. I think we have a uh, new Danhausen sculpt and um, Jeffhausen. Je- yeah, we have Jeffhausen and um, oh crap, his name. Uh, what's his name from SmackDown? Uh, football guy. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Yeah, and Scott looks like Pat McAfee. Like. So we have a, a new Pat McAfee and Jeff Housen head. Squat McAfee, I don't know. But, Something like that, yeah. Uh, no, but it, it's great. I'm glad they like it. Uh, it's great when the community can come together and and do these things. And when you know, it really goes to show that when everybody puts in a little, it can go a long way. Yeah, and I also want to throw this out there to anyone who's uh, into the custom figures or anything like that. Jason Wolf has these files now, and a big reason we thought this would be fun is the potential, like, like what you can do from here. So if you decide you want to do your own version of Jeff and Scott, I did the British Bulldogs gear for them. I actually made a set for myself as well, but 
I did I did that gear simply because that's what I felt like they were most known for, and that's what Bane used for them initially on PHPW, and that's what they had on the T-shirt. But if you um, if you want to do a set for yourself, Jason has the files; he can make them for you. But even more cool, he can make them as other characters too. So if you decided, hey, I'd like to do them as the Legion of Doom, that can be done. If you want to do them as the Rockers, that could be done. You know, really any Hasbro tag team is pretty well possible. So that to me is a really, really cool thing. And the fact that you can kind of do whatever you want and like make your own version. I thought, uh, I thought Demolish Tune would be cool. Like uh, make them with a, <laughs> with a Demolish. I mean, the tongues aren't out, which is kind of a disappointing thing, but like, you know, seeing them in that would be kind of a fun idea. So there's a there's a lot you could do there. So I think that that's really cool. I know they're big LOD fans. So we might be able to get that uh, prototype of the rhythm and tunes. Well played, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Was, I think I think Jeff horrible. in the honky tonk man jumpsuit is a must have for 2023. Yeah. Rhythm, rhythm and tunes. Uh, I, I you're welcome. I, I I get one bad idea every like two three months. I that's like bad idea and dad joke all at once. I don't know how I'm going to top that. I kind of want that now. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, but also, uh, if you're not into Hasbro's, you can do heads as for elite figures. So I don't really know the process on that. But if you hit up Jason Wolf and maybe either get an elite figure and he can make the head for it, like so you could do uh, the fully posable guys as elite figures. So. There's a lot of endless possibilities here, so everyone, especially the crowdfunded, definitely, if you want to get your own stuff made, you can definitely do that, and I think it's really cool, so I'm, I'm glad they got it. It was uh, it was cool to finally, like, like let them know, like, hey, this is something we've been working on for you, so it's, it's really cool. Yes, it is, and check it out, and get your fully posable figures at, that are... Almost fully posable. Almost. Um, I, I got some great customs, though, from Jason. One of the ones I want to touch on, because I thought this would be such a fun one, I got Laser from American Gladiators as a Hasbro. Um, turned out awesome. Looks absolutely incredible. I've always thought the Hasbros and, and American Gladiators would be a really cool crossover. I just thought that was super fun. Definitely, Definitely excited to have that in the collection. Yes, it is. Um, anything, uh, I'm trying to think of, I don't, I don't think I have anything else really, uh, anything from you as far as, um, what you've been finding on the pegs? Um, I found for the first time today, I found the CM Punk Walmart exclusive. That was really cool. Pick it up or no. Um, I know you're not into wrestling figures. I'm just curious. This could be his last AEW figure. I'm just saying. I, I... I have been looking for it, but ever since the media scrum, like my, I'm normally one to be like, whatever happens outside of the ring happens outside of the ring. Yeah. Cause not going to lie, still pretty big fan of Hulk Hogan. Um, you know, he's done some stupid things. Still like Ric Flair. He's right. done some stupid things. Like everybody can do stupid things, but the, I, little too soon like yeah. he still kind of soured me so i i let him lay um like you i saw some new superstars um 
I did see the new Elite line with Shotzi, so that was like... Oh, that's cool. Uh, Shotzi, Eddie Guerrero... Um, I'm sure there's a couple other There's like five other ones that I just don't remember, but it was cool to see Shotzi, her first figure. For sure. Um, no new superpowers, still flooded with super bats and dark side. You, have you not seen um, Batman who laughs or the flash yet? Still have not. Weird. Um, yeah. And, um, really the only other new stuff, it's. The, I mean, uh, if any of you have little girls, the new Mixie Magic Pot finally showed up, which that was a big Christmas item last year, and they have like a new uh, crystal ball that there was a middle display at my Walmart that was already ransacked. So oh, um, it was cool to see that. Um, but that's it, really, uh, figure-wise. No new Marvel Legends, seeing a lot of the... Uh, X-Men with like the classic saber tooth and the, what's the guy's name with the tank leg? Or he doesn't even have legs, like. Bonebreaker. Bonebreaker, that series. I've seen a lot of that. And that's about it, figure wise. Yeah, not a lot else new from me. Um, I did get a package in for my buddy Daniel Cross. We did a little trade and, um, I got in a, through a trade I did with him, I got a Wolfman Leonardo. So I now have two of the Universal Monster TMNT figures. Hey, that's 50%. Absolutely. Well, are... There's actually like eight of them because they did a few others. But uh, the main ones I'm focused on, like I got half of them. So I'm good with that. Um, and they just showed, actually, I, we didn't mention this, but they showed like a Phantom of the Opera, Casey Jones. Did you see that? NECA did. Yes, and I love Casey Jones and have every Casey Jones figure. And, you know, even though it's the Phantom, you know, I got some, like, Jason Takes Manhattan vibes off of that figure instead of Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) Like, I was like, ooh. I told myself I wasn't going to buy any of these since they all flooded the market, but that one looked really, really cool. Yeah, I was kind of curious your thoughts. I thought it looked pretty fun, but I wasn't I wasn't sure which route you were going there. But I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, I love Casey. I've got every Casey figure. I've got a uh, Jason Wolf customized battle damage Casey Jones. That, like, yeah. I've got well too many Casey Jones figures. It's definitely cool. I don't know, um, but I, like I said, I'm. I'm I feel like I'm on that vintage kick right now, so I don't know if I'm going to go that route. But uh, yeah, I definitely saw some, uh, got some cool stuff from from my buddy Daniel Cross, and he also sent me a couple of extras. Uh, he said as a birthday gift, uh, which was really cool. I got he sent me a uh, a sewer surfing Michelangelo, which I didn't have, which was really cool. He sent me a kill spree from the X Men X Force line, which I also didn't have. That was also mint on card, which is cool. Well, I say mint; it was on card. The card was beat up, but still, still cool. And then he also sent me a uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Hasbro, which is one of the few that has eluded me. There you go. So you're he, he's he's filling your checklist, like checking your boxes on your checklist. Right? He really was. I thought I was very happy with that. I was like, oh man, that's awesome. So I feel like I owe him. Need to get send him some more stuff. So he's uh, he's really into maximum sweat right now. It's funny. He's kind of always telling me, he's like, I think I'm done with this line. I think I'm done with that line. And 
And you know, he brought up an interesting point, something that I said a few weeks back. He he goes, you know, you said something on the show about collectors will collect, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's funny because when I got out of toys, I thought I was done collecting. I didn't even realize I was collecting DVDs. And I was like, yeah. I mean, like, there's always something, right? And oh. And I was real big into collecting DVDs um, at one point, and I don't know. There's just always something to collecting, and I don't know. I I I think it's fun. I think it's a hobby. Yeah, you can probably go overboard with it, but it's it's good times. Yes, and like you said, whether it's DVDs, board games, jigsaw puzzles, right? Pops. Yeah, I mean, it's all collecting. It's all different. I mean, you can kind of. You can put like your own label on it, but like people just like to collect. It's that's something about that. It's fun, and yeah, it can it can become too much, but yeah, so what? It's good times. But that's about all I'm finding. I did want to ask, and I know like a second time I'm saying this. You have a Happy Meal story that you wanted to share. Yes. So um, I've seen people sharing their adult Happy Meals, like the toys. So I was running out. I was going to go out to the Vintage Toy Mall today to see if I could find any new figures to spend my money on, which I completely left that out. I found a couple of new uh, Marvel figures. You'll actually like this. I found Modoc from the Iron Man wave. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Mint on card, too. Ooh. And I found, uh, I found it's X-Man or Havoc, um, kind of in the blue gear. Uh, that was yeah. loose, but that was a cool figure. And then I also got Rhino from the Spider-Man animated series. Now, does this Rhino have shoulder pads? It's not. It's like not a, the armor one. That's the good one. To, that that was like a hundred dollar figure at one point. The that, armor the one? one without the without the armor. Oh really? Yeah, it was like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Well, that was a short pack. Mm. Um, that but that when that came out, that was like a hundred dollar figure because. Um, that's why it got re-released with like the shoulder pads in a, in a later line is because uh-huh. nobody could find that original Rhino. They had so, two of them there, oddly enough, mint on card. I mean, if they're a hundred bucks a piece. Like, are they? Was it fifteen on card? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't mint on card like the bubbles coming off, but it was like the card was still there. I'll send we, you a picture talk- later. Yeah, we we may talk. We may work out some type of trade because, you know, or I may send you some cash because I kind of want that rhino now. (laughs) I they have another one, but I feel like they were both kind of like the bubbles were coming off. But Uh, even if the bubbles coming off, like a mint loose one is perfect for me. Like I don't like that's really. We'll talk. We talk business when we're not having fun. Absolutely. That's the best time to talk business. So uh, anyway, my happy mole story. So I pull into the drive through and I saw like, you know, on the window, like the adult happy meal or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take the uh, adult happy meal, uh, 10 piece nuggets. She goes, I'm sorry. Our happy meals only come with four or six piece. And I'm like, what? Like, no, 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 no. The, the adult one. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm like, all right. Like freaking weirdo. And so she puts in a you know ten piece chicken nuggets with the drink and fries and the dipping sauce. Pay I pull it and they didn't they didn't give me a happy meal. They just gave me a ten piece nugget meal. So I was like, well, I, I didn't realize it till I left because it didn't come in the box. But I thought, well, maybe they ran out of the box. You know that that's possible. 
but they just put it in a bag and it was just a 10 piece nugget like meal, like no, no weird toy. I was like, I would have never went there if I would have known. And, um, boy, we may, we almost had an incident and a Travis hot take there, but I stopped myself. Well, whew, I about made a political comment. We don't do that about toys. We keep <laughs> things lighthearted and fun. Yeah, we're supposed to anyway. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. So uh, anyway, but let's uh, let's take a break from here and uh, let's dive into our main event. What do you say? Yes. All right, we are back here on episode seventy. It is main event time. We are talking Playmates Grudge Match. We talked about this a little bit at the top of the show. Uh, these were great, man. These came out briefly when Playmates had a deal with the WWF, which we kind of talked about. Kind of this weird random licensing deal where they didn't produce like actual figure figures, but they were kind of producing these fun one-off sets. Uh, one of them being, uh, being these Grudge Match sets, which are basically two mini, mini figures. And they're kind of maximum sweat, like real small but bulky. But they also came with a little bit, a little bitty uh, mini ring. So six sets total. Uh, what'd you think of these, man? These were fun. I remember how I said. I think it was before we recorded. I said, "Were these like the marble guys?" And I'm like, yeah, they got the arms. And looking at the pictures, do you know why I said? Uh, why I said I think these are the marble guys? Because if you look at the Steve Austin, he's his arms are down, and he kind of looks like he would fit inside of a marble. Because yeah. they were, like, super small. So, like, I guess the best way, like, in Gundam or any type of model, these are, like, like the deformed line, like you were saying, or, like, a super deformed where, like, they're caricatures. They've got, yeah. like, over-exaggerated arms, legs, and expressions. But, like, we, we've said it before. This is a perfect birthday gift present. Yeah, I was like, going to say that exact thing because it's two figures in a ring. And five, they, I think these were like five to eight bucks. Right. Like, and this and a card and a candy bar. And like, you were set for your birthday party. Absolutely. Um, definitely a great set uh, of figures. A, kind of a weird one-off. I would have loved to have seen a second wave of these, but I don't think the licensing with Playmates lasted too terribly long. Like you said, it was relatively cheap, but I don't know, man. These were kind of cool. So these grudge match sets, these also are kind of are probably around the time when Jax was doing like the mini ring with six figures. We covered the WrestleMania one several months ago. Yep. Um, those I thought were a little bit better. Those were like shrunken down versions of the BCAs. So these are totally different, though, but still fun. I, I, I wish we'd have seen more of these. And we don't know exactly. You know, we've talked to Sal about producing certain size figures and all that so maybe like the uh jack uh playmates also made like a talking undertaker mm -hmm. and like the head the the, the ringmasters the, which are like the ringmasters which yeah but because also at the time um in baseball basketball and football they called they had something similar called headliners mm -hmm. where they were like the mini figures with oversized heads so um, really, really cool stuff uh, that that Playmates came out with. 
Yeah, I mean, they were trying. I think these could have been fun if, you know, more people would have dove into them. I, I think including a ring in every set was m- maybe a mistake, considering, like, if you buy all these, you have six rings now. Like, it's a tad on the overkill side, where if these were two two figures packed together and they were, like, four bucks, like, people would have bought those all day, you know? Because you only need yeah, one. And- you really only need one ring, is my point I'm trying to make. It is, but it's just a way to, like... Make it a complete, like, starter kit if you just right. get one. Yeah. I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, let's start from the top here. The first set we have, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brett the Hitman Hart. Um, one of the best feuds of the late 90s, so it makes perfect sense that they're paired up together here. Yep. Uh, loved seeing it. Uh, it this is, if not the first Stone Cold figure, a very early Stone Cold figure. Um, I don't know. I know the Bendy was the first, or this one. I, I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. But we're, we're we're splitting hairs at this point. But this was a very early Stone Cold figure. Uh, he also has uh, white boots, which so the Bendy did like, too. Yes. I wonder if there is an old production photo or something where, because he was wearing his Hollywood blonde boots quite a bit. Yes. Era, so, and, and they had a star on them. So I wonder, because like, if you remember his BCA even had the, he had black boots with a star. Yep. So I this wonder. This is like, I, even though it's stone cold, like, how stone cold is this? Is this like ringmaster, like conversion stone cold, like, or the, you know, before he had the stone cold smoking skull, he had like, it almost looked like a biker stone cold logo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. He actually had that on one pair of tights once. Yeah. On the tights and on the back of a vest. And it was like a biker. So this is like very early, early stone cold before, Austin 316, well, no, Austin 316 is what made him Stone Cold, but, right. like, we're talking, like, that happened in June at uh, King of the Ring, like, this is, like, August, September, uh, you know, Survivor Series. If you ask me about the Hitman, I put an S in his name, and you know what I, you know, yeah, that type of Stone Cold. It, it de- he was definitely on the rise, but I would bet. Maybe he took a picture or did a match in white boots because for two figure, because the Bendham had white boots too. Yes, it did. And so I don't know why they would make that choice without some type of reference, kind of like doom in sweatpants. Like they wouldn't just paint and mold Zubaz, right? Like why would they do that other than that's what they saw and that's the reference they had. So kind of makes you wonder if maybe he wore white boots one time and it, you know, kind of like one, two, three kid losing his eyebrows. It came back to bite him. <laughs> that's that's kind of awesome. Uh, next up, we have this is kind of an interesting set. We have Gold Dust versus Savio Vega. This is interesting for a couple of reasons because I don't really remember them having a very uh, prolific feud, and Savio didn't get a lot of figure treatment in the WWF. In fact, he never actually had a BCA until he was a heel. So this is like our first like baby face, our first and only baby face Savio Vega. It's pretty cool. I would have killed for a babyface Savio Bone Cruncher. Oh, dude, yeah. I still think that was probably that same body mold, and they just 
didn't release it in time, so they just made it nation colors. That's my guess. And then Los Bariquas colors, and then <laughs> everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely a cool set. And Gold Dust, too. This is also like like early 90s, almost metallic-y looking Gold Dust. Right? Yes. Pre-Marlena Gold Dust. Yeah. Um, our third set here is, this is another interesting grudge match, because I know these guys feuded in 96, but I feel like around 97, they really hadn't had much interaction. That's Owen Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Um, Shawn's Comes with red gear, and he's actually got his entrance vest on, which is kind of fun. Yep. Uh... Owen comes with Inzagiri uh, concussion kicking action. <laughs> uh, I think that's what this was based off of. If I were oh, yeah. to be a betting man, like these the, are definitely '96 feuds. Yeah, the the Austin and Brett was from Survivor Series. The uh, this one is from that like infamous, uh, yeah, where he kicked him in the head and. Uh, you know, gave him the concussion and he told me a lie and then he made his return. So that's where, what I think this one is. Um, but the next one is quite possibly my favorite. I feel no pain. I feel no pain. I'm the master and ruler of the world. Um, so we've got fake razor versus fake. No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I would have been all over that. Um, oh, my gosh. That'd been great. I wonder. There was actually, when I bought, like, the first BCA Razor, I always was like, I wonder if they, like, thought if they had time to just change the picture to fake Razor. Because that face on that figure would have passed for fake Razor. 100% would have passed as fake Razor. Like, how weird did that Oh, be? Lord, they, they should have done that anyway. They, they, they really should Owen Hart into Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Why couldn't they make... Those into fake razor and fake diesel. Well, because that's the thing is the pictures were still Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, so yeah, they definitely could have. Um, back to what we have here on the scratch match set, we have Psycho Sid versus Vader, Master of the Power Bomb. Like these are two, two big huge bruisers. Like it's weird Vader never really quite caught fire in the WWE, but I was always a huge Vader fan, always a fan of him. Sid oh, too, honestly. Oh. Yeah. I don't think these guys ever had a match, and I think they were like, let's just throw these guys together because they both do the powerbomb. They they briefly feuded in 96 over the Master of the Powerbomb. Did they really? They did. And this is like when Sid came back as a babyface. Because remember, okay. they did that In Your House international incident, and it was supposed to be Ultimate Warrior, Shawn Michaels, and Ahmed Johnson. Sid yeah. took uh, place That's of, right. of of warrior when he left. And I think him and Vader feuded. Now, I don't know if they ever actually had any big matches, but the, I think they feuded in the later part of 1996 for a little bit. Okay. Time. That sounds about that. I timeline wise that, that matches up. So, uh, still really cool to have little mini Vader and little mini Sid. Absolutely. Uh, this next set is another good one. Like probably the one I would have got if I were to get, if I were to get one, the Undertaker uh, versus Mankind. Boiler Room Brawl. Dude, this was like the feud of the year for me in 96. Mm-hmm. I was already a Cactus Jack fan when he came in as Mankind. You know, I wasn't like, I was a kid, so I, I knew who it was. I knew it was Cactus Jack, but I didn't know 
like the whole deal and like ECW fans were mad and all that stuff. But I love the mankind character in 96. Like it was like the <clears throat> pulling out the hair and the shifting back and forth and the screaming. It was great. The mandible claw. It was creepy, man. It was a great character. I loved in the BCA figure. Loved it. Loved that was the first so really is... good BCA figure because they had yes. the, the face was great. The body was great. They even had the arms uh, scars on there. Yep. That's the, the first the one where I was like, that is a good figure. I loved, loved that figure. Absolutely. I remember seeing those in stores and just like losing my mind. But yeah, this Undertaker Mankind set is great. Um, so, I mean, really, I know they only did one wave of these, but they kind of, I mean, they, they hit a pretty good home run here. Like, we didn't get Bulldog, but we got a lot of pretty big names. We got all the A-listers, and we started getting into the upper mid-card to lower main event, if that makes sense. Sure. Like, your bigger guys, your Sids, your Vaders, you know, Owen and Brett. Mm-hmm. I mean... Goldust and Savio, like, and even though he's stone cold and everyone's like, oh, it's a stone cold figure, he wasn't, like, all he had done at this point is the King of the Ring and maybe the Intercontinental Championship at this point. Like, he wasn't beer-swilling stone cold. So, great, great set. Oh, for sure. And rounding out this set is our last one. This is another one where I don't remember a feud here. So you'll have to, I mean, it could be just they wanted both of them in the line, but Ahmed Johnson versus Yokozuna. I feel like on a Raw or a Superstars, Ahmed body slammed Yoko. That sounds and right. They're trying like, to erase Lex Luger. Yeah, and it got him over, and it may have been one of those weird, like, I know it wasn't the actual Raw Bowl tag team, or tag team but like, yeah, one of those like just oddball raw episodes. It's like Ahmed Johnson versus Yokozuna, and you're like, oh. And this is after like Yoko dropped Cornet, Mister Fuji, and he's just like Yoko. Yeah. So, but great figures. Uh, uh, we uh, another early Ahmed figure. Yeah. Um, with all his. Uh, knee pads, leg pads, calf pads, ankle bracelets, uh, wrist tape, bicep pads, elbow pads, and um, forearm covers, too. Got to have them all. Uh, but no, these 12 figures, I know it's not a huge line, but it's definitely fun. A lot of the heavy hitters we got, I, I think it would have been cool to see a British Bulldog. He was pretty prominent in that era. Um, honestly, like being that these are based off of like 96, 97 characters, like... Wildman, Mark Marrow, Hunter Hearst Helmsley would have been fun. Ooh, that would have been a real good one. Actually, Ahmed Johnson and Farouk would have been a layup. I don't know why they didn't do that. Yeah, or, uh, like, I know that I'm probably the only person that would want this, but, like, uh, Duke the Dumpster Trosi and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Hey, I would have been all over Duke the Dumpster. Like, I know that they have a very, like, ill-fated feud, but I really liked that feud. Yeah. Um, another fun one would have been, like, the Bible thumper Jake Roberts, like, with the vest. There you go. He would have fit that era, so that would have been kind of fun. Um, but overall, these are kind of kind of cool, and I, I think it's cool to discuss one-off lines, but uh, now we have to go to our favorite part of the show, 
um, we are going to pick our topics for the poll. Real quick, though, before we do that, I want to touch on uh, last week's poll because I'll be honest, I didn't think Playmates Grudge Match would win. It beat out just barely Heels and Faces from Zombie Sailor Toys Series 1, Unchained Fury from Jax Series 1, and AEW Unrivaled Series 1. So kind of kind of surprising that it that it pulled it out, honestly. Yeah, guys, that's Breaker having the parent, I'm disappointed in you conversation. You not, should all not at all. I vote how you want. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, so no, I, I, go ahead. I was surprised too, but I, I was glad that we got to cover it. No doubt, no doubt. Um, you got your two topics. I got my two. Uh, who would you like to go first, me or you? Um, I think I'll go for go first this week because I think you did last week. I think we're rotating, but I don't remember. My first one is a retro line with somewhat res- somewhat wrestling ties to it. Um, it is the Galoob A Team series. They they had a three and three quarter line of just the A Team, and then they re released them. With like in a headquarters pack with a whole bunch of accessories, and then they had like a little six inch line with some villains. Like it, it was like pure eighties nostalgia. So you, like you had GI Joe size and like Master size, smart um, A team, and they were by Galoob. So you got that wrestling fix with that and Mr. T to uh, Mr. T kind of have your absolutely. He had all. I pity the fool. He had all the gold, and it was really cool. So, Galoob A-Team is my first choice. I think they even mentioned that in the Toys That Made Us because they were talking about, you know, the guys at Galoob were saying they needed a license, and they were they did real well with the A-Team. So, I feel like they mentioned that. So, that, that'll be a fun one if that one wins. Uh, this week, I'm going to go with some nostalgia acts that we have uh, already covered, but I want to cover a second series. Uh, so, I'm going to go with number one, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Series Two. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Like that's where we're getting into a lot of the cartoon favorites and the comic favorites. We we talked about the like the original twelve, original thirteen. Like this is where we're getting a lot of big hitters. That's Absolutely, a great choice. Um, for my second choice. It's kind of a catch-all, like like we talked about last week, where you were talking, or two weeks ago, where we talked about, or well, where we wanted to bring up like like dollar store toys, uh-huh. like when you talked about that. Um, I want to do something similar, but I want to talk about carnival toys or festival toys, like fair toys, right? Fair toys, yes, fair toys, like the. Pictures with the glass frame that we everybody got for throwing a dart at the balloon. Well, it was or, like a, it was like a cardboard frame, but like a glass cover. Yeah, with a piece of cardboard behind it, or total, like a yeah, printed, total crap. Total crap. But everybody had a million of them, and then well, my my got, local like, carnival had a whole bunch of wrestling ones one year, so I was like, I got to go through that football so I can get a wrestling picture. Oh, hundred percent. You had those, and then. The crazy oversized, like stuffed animals, and like the ripoff, like 
that kind of looks like Mario. It kind of doesn't. Mm-hmm. But then, what about like, the ice cream cone that you shoot the scoop of ice cream out? Uh, yeah, that's uh, everybody had that. Oh, and yes. then, like um, a hand buzzer. Like there, there's just whoopee like cushion. whoopee cushion. Um, uh, like the uh, I don't want to call them glow sticks. But like you got the little like you had you cracked them and then you wore them as a necklace. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a glow, but like it's a glow stick. Yeah, it's a, I'd call that a glow yeah. stick. But like there was just so much stuff that you got at a fair. Like you could always get like the annoying laser light up gun or the uh, like lightsaber sword or He Man power sword. So, so was, I I hope this wins because I I have some stories. Uh, another thing you could buy at the fair, fart spray. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh let me tell stars. you, I got some stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like Ninja Stars and practice nunchucks, like oh, the yeah. foam nunchucks. Like, Plastic I know swords. Yes, like anything yin-yang or um, like those planes that like you could it, it you could just get all kinds of crazy stuff at a fair and you really could you know it's it's fair season and i went to one last weekend and it wasn't as nostalgic as i remember but there was still some like some good things i'm like oh yeah i remember that stuff so fair toys fair prizes uh the fair, I guess, is the best way to put it. I love it. Uh, my last choice will also be another nostalgic choice: Masters of the Universe series two, the original. There, are some other big hitters in that too. Like great, great choices. So make sure to go vote at TV Toycast on Twitter. Let us know what you would like to see as the uh, as the next uh, possible. Um, choice and of course we'll, we'll shout out some of our podcasting buddies like uh doing the favor um eric and barry make sure to check them out check out pulling up a chair with our buddy tim over at a chair shot check out the positively pro wrestling podcast with steve and eric uh night of the nerdy laser podcast with our buddy richard yule in the marbles with soda and ethan talking all things nascar and then finally um the one and only Jason Wolf, uh, when all the cool stuff he's doing over at his chop shop. I didn't get a chance to talk about a lot of the new customs I got in, but I got some great ones in, including uh, the fully posable guys, Stars and Stripes from WCW, which is awesome. I got in the machines, Jim Cornette, um, Big Bully Busick, Big Josh, and the Christmas Creature. Great, great stuff. So make sure to follow the Instagram. I'll be posting pictures in the coming days i'd also like to give a quick shout out to jeff and scott over at the fully posable wrestling figure podcast as well as uh scott side project drunk wrestling history uh after that we have uh tales from the estate uh they're on vacation right now uh but uh, they've a got much a great catalog. vacation Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, they've got a great back catalog, and they're our Thursday tag team partner. So, And we're coming up in the fall, so there are Survivor Series strive, teams of five strive to survive. They've got like four 
and you know one of them could be a manager well you know with a, but uh check them out uh go check out star joe's uh cover all of your 80s properties uh and rock at the open your toys podcast uh they do an audio and a youtube podcast uh that do a much deeper dive into the uh, weekly news of everything that's uh, coming out. Absolutely. A lot of great stuff there. We appreciate you guys uh, following all of our friends and also grabbing our t-shirt over at storefrontier.com forward slash TV toy cast or at watermaneuver.net. You can grab, um, we have three designs available on store frontier, including the brand new game time decision, all the artwork from the one and only Jason Wolf, and like I said, make sure to vote over at TB Toycast. Let us know what you want the next main event to be. Thank you guys for checking it out. Check out the TB Toycast, and we will see you in the toy aisle. Take it easy.